This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It's a lovely Friday here in yeah, Pittsburgh. Uh, lovely might be a stretch, but well, it's all right. It's, it's a Friday, Friday. Friday in January, and it's not snowing. So, true. Very true. Um, haven't seen you in so long. It's it, every other day things. Yeah, crazy, it's right? like weird. But uh, <laughs> we were texting back and forth uh, with some different uh, ideas here of what we're going to talk about, and things happen, such as the Vance McDonald retirement uh, right. announcement. A couple things have been going on the last two days. I mean, the, the world's been spinning pretty quick here. McDonald, you had laid this out well earlier in the week, you know, and and I think we'll probably talk about more salary cap stuff and off-season plans, but I don't think rightfully he should have been in the off-season plans unless it was a, hey, we're going to release you if you want to come back on our number and hold down the fort while somebody, you know, that's a hard position to fill. Yeah. But, it, it's, I mean, he looked like he was kind of put together with duct tape the last couple of years, don't you think? You know, a little bit, yeah. Little bit and he said today guy. that he had, you know, he had made this decision uh, in May that mm. this was going to be his last year and, and kind of kept that to himself. And okay. Let everybody know after the game, uh, after they lost to the, uh, the the Browns in the playoffs, that that was indeed it. That's a wrap. Um, so, uh, good luck to him moving forward. Uh, yeah. Does leave the Steelers with a hole, but does create $5.2 million in salary cap space. Right, which, no offense to Vance, I'd rather have 5.2 than Vance at this stage of his career. Um, heck of a pickup, though. I mean, Kevin Colbert gave, like, nothing up to get Vance yeah. McDonald, and that worked out really well for a couple years. Tight ends are hard, which brings me to... Finding tight ends are kind of hard to do because early, you know, young ones coming out of the draft rarely make big impacts, especially as two-way guys. You know, yeah. sometimes the Evan Ingram types can, you know, catch a ball and run and do the sometimes, thing. When sometimes. When they're not dropping it. When they're not <laughs> dropping it. Um, and then finding the Jesse Jameses of the world is expensive after their first contract all of a sudden. Right. So yeah. I'm curious of what the approach is because Ebron's not the typical inline guy. I mean... Ebron's more of a replacement for Juju. I mean, he's more of a. I think he's closer to Juju than he is Mark Bruner. Yeah. Oh, you know there's I mean? there's right. no yeah. doubt about that. Yeah. For sure. Uh, of course, the other big news yesterday: uh, the Steelers signing Dwayne Haskins, and I can't believe the amount of criticism the Steelers have gotten. It blows me away. I think people just don't understand. They don't. I don't know that they understand what a, what a futures contract is. And that is a little. Can you tell them? I mean, I could if you want. There's no signing bonus involved. Right. It's a minimum contract. Mm -hmm. You're not guaranteed a roster spot. You're one of the 90 or whatever that comes to camp. You're a camp invitee. This is no different than when they signed Devlin Hodges two years ago coming out of of Samford. Right. Or any camp arm. Right. Or, frankly, it's the exact same thing as the Paxton Lynch signing. Or when they signed JT Barrett. Or you pick a guy. Right, right, right. You know, you're just, at this point, you're a camp arm. He's a guy, obviously, uh, has some first-round talent. I went back and sure. looked at the evaluations. I think ESPN had him uh, as uh, as their 15th-rated guy in the draft two years ago. Okay. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Jeremiah had him 22nd. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, so, I mean— an amazing year at Ohio State. That's, people are like, well, he's never done anything. I had one guy on my message board say, he's never done anything at any point in his career. 
I said, the guy had 50 touchdown passes in his one season as a st- 50. Right. At Ohio State, where yes. they don't throw the ball a whole lot. Well, let's evaluate him, because I think okay. it's a great move. I mean, because there's no risk. Yeah. I don't love the player. I don't either, and I wouldn't I, have I th- given him millions. I think, yeah. I, when people were saying, there were people, when the Redskins were, or Washington was going to get rid of him, the Steelers needed to trade for him. Give him no. Right, right. This right, is why right. you don't trade for him. Right. I can't believe it got to this point in his career, to be honest with you. And that's, I wonder. That's his own fault. It's his own fault. And it, obviously, the opinion of him around the league is very low to be able to get him at this stage. I also wonder if I were him, and I and it reminds me of Jameis Winston signing with the Saints. I would take less to come here than some futures contract in a, a more difficult situation with a path to playing time and style of play and the stability of the organization. Maybe someone offered him a decent contract or a, a real contract. Do you think the only the only other offer he had was from Carolina. Okay, that was it. And that was it. Um, it, it at this point. Teams weren't going to offer real money. Mm-hmm. Nobody was going to offer him real money. Now, three months with from the now, signing bonus. Yeah. And, yeah, after the draft, then maybe that changes. And you know what the cap is, and yeah. all those things. And boy, we need a quarterback, and he's worth a risk. But right at this point, the Steelers do, the Steelers don't have a quarterback on their roster who is on under contract after this after the twenty twenty one season. Zero. Rudolph's a free this. agent. Right, right. Roethlisberger's a free agent. Haskins is going to be a free agent. And Dobbs is up now. Dobbs is up now. Dobbs is not a stealer, right. Right. Dwayne Haskins was signed essentially to replace Devlin Hodges and and Josh Dobbs. Right. That's it. He wasn't signed to be the starter. He wasn't even signed to be the backup. And two years ago, people in the league thought he might be the starter. So there's at least, again, it's so familiar with the Paxton Lynch thing. Take a shot on a first-round pick that has obvious tools and obvious weaknesses, which we should probably get to. And even at a minimum, if you decide... Josh Dobbs is no longer in the equation. Well, you saved money on your third quarterback. Yeah, you know, and they need to save. Because if you sign Dobbs back, he's going to cost you like eight hundred thousand dollars. He's going to cost real money. This you know, costs like, you four fifty. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And no signing bonus, and Dobbs might want a two year deal, or you know, whatever. And frankly, I think the, the world moves on without Josh Dobbs just fine. And I think he's got somewhat of an overrated playmaker runner. You know, compared yeah. to Ben and Rudolph, he's a good runner, but compared to running quarterbacks, he's okay. Yeah, you know, so. I, I, and he, and Haskins throws the ball a lot better than Dobbs. Absolutely, <laughs> right, Haskins right. has a, a. That's the one thing that Haskins has is an NFL caliber arm. He really does. We know that. Yes. Um, d- does he need some work? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Um, you know there there are some obvious flaws there. He's not the most mobile guy, although he's probably more mobile than Mason Rudolph. I would say they're about the same. I was asked that the other day. He is. I looked at. He has forty carries for one hundred forty-four yards mm-hmm. in the NFL. A lot of it, though, is not knowing what to do, and so he scrambles well, for three yards and on third that. and eight. You know, there's what I mean? that. Rudolph is not going to do that. No, Rudolph's right. going to look to throw the football. Right. Because um, I don't remember Haskins running much at Ohio State. I would actually be curious what those numbers were because he didn't have to. I would never ask him to run at Ohio State when there's seven <laughs> athletes on the field with him, oh, who are, right. so, including yeah. some of the offensive linemen who are right. faster than him. Handed to J.K. Dobbins <laughs> or Evan right. Curtis Samuel, here you go. <laughs> there's two things, I think, well, there's three big things, I think, that have really hurt him as so far in the league. One, He's not a very good athlete. And those guys have a way harder transition yes. than the athletes that do nowadays because they have no run around cheat code or, you know, hurt you once the play breaks down. You know, there's a reason Josh Rosen that no one wants him anymore. Um, and I think that's obviously something that he's going to have to overcome mentally. Sounds like his work ethic's been garbage, <laughs> frankly. Yeah. And 
I know the stripper thing and without a mask. It's probably just a dumb, stupid thing that all of us would have done. When we here's were here's the problem whatever. with that. Right. Washington made the mistake, and this is a mistake oftentimes with young, with young athletes, mm-hmm. of bringing him back to his hometown. Yes, absolutely. That's that was a, a positive. Yeah, it's not a positive. No, very right. rarely is that a positive because you're taking him back to a, a, an area where all of his buddies are, mm-hmm. and now he's got money in his pocket. He's the big guy. He's the big guy. Sure. The, the buddies come. Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. So you're going to be pulled out all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the one of the knocks on Paxton Lynch coming out of Denver, where he was drafted in the first round, and again gotten rid of after two years. Right. Very similar. Was that his study habits weren't the strongest? He didn't work Absolutely. that hard off the field. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. But people would say they phrased it differently with Lynch. He likes to play Xbox more than do quarterback stuff. Where they make it like Haskins lives in the strip clubs. Like, I, I just think he's young and immature and has been. He's been I'll tell you what. Honestly, I might have more respect for the guy. Who's, right. I mean, who's not play, who's not playing video games twenty four hours a day? Suppose a guy who's actually living his life. You yeah, know? go do something. <laughs> but the other thing too is he didn't have a lot. I mean, this was a negative coming out of Ohio State. Didn't have a lot of starting experience. Right. In, in, sorry, at Ohio State too. And I'm hearing this a lot with Justin Fields that I didn't realize then that they really, and I'm not saying either one of those players are dumb, but they dumb it down for their quarterback at Ohio State dramatically because they can. Because they can. They've got better athletes than everybody else. Right. We're going to keep it very simple, and you're going to throw for, what, 50 touchdowns to four interceptions or something. He had 4,800 yards, 50 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. In, in his one season as a starter at Ohio State. Oh, by the way, also beat out Joe Burrow for that job. Right, right. Sent Burrow packing. So there's, it's not like the guy doesn't have talent. No question. And he cost you nothing. That's the beauty And of if it, right. he continues to, to not be a student of the game and isn't doing what he's supposed to be doing, he won't be here. I say, if he does something stupid tomorrow, he won't be a Steeler the next day. Right. There's no <laughs> right. cost there. So what? Right. I, I, again, I didn't love the player. But this has there's no downside to this. If they hand them to you for free, you'll take them. Right, right. I right. wasn't going to trade anything for him. I wasn't going to sign him to a you know to be the next star. No. Right. But if you sign him for nothing, sure. No, I mean it's not nothing. He's going to make the team though. And he's getting he's, nothing right now. You hope he's smart enough to look himself in the mirror and say, "Wow, I got to work harder." Yeah. Or you know, and this situation's probably. Steelers are a better organization than Washington, too. <laughs> you know, like, they got more pieces around him. Yes. There, there's more offensive weapons. Even if he just sits back and kind of watches Ben for a, a couple quarterback meetings. I mean, that kind of stuff could help. I might even say he's going to make the opening roster. I don't know, but I'll take the, the no-risk it wouldn't, shot at it. It wouldn't stop me from drafting one if that if – that, I've heard that a bunch, too. Well, now they won't be able to draft that's one. That's ridiculous. Like, he's no speed he, bump he, at all. He means nothing in right. the equation. Nothing. Right. He is a futures contract quarterback. Right. It's no different than when they signed J.T. Barrett two years ago. If it had been it's some no different than when that, they signed Paxton Lynch. It's no p- different than when they signed Duck Hodges. It's a camp arm. Yes. And the Steelers, like, I got the blurb on my phone from their, their app, which you can find, you can listen to us on, by the way. Yes. And you should. <laughs> and, and it said, Steelers signed three to Futures contracts. Some dude named Denmark, some dude named Jones, and a guy named Haskins. If, yeah. 
If it had been another quarterback that we'd never heard of, nobody would care one bit. But this guy has upside. The quarterbacks, I mean, if it's a quarterback who has ever, you know, if they sign a quarterback from Pitt or they sign a quarterback mm-hmm. from Penn State or somebody who's won a national, like Barrett got, yeah, Barrett got a little bit of publicity. Well, they signed Ohio State's, you know, mm-hmm. national championship winning quarterback. Or people when they signed Pat White <laughs> out when he was in a situation. Or, but not or, to this level. Right. Like people are, people are acting like this is, this is some kind of franchise changing moment here one way or the other <laughs> right. good or bad it means nothing i got a hundred texts with the news he stinks what do they don't know what they're doing the league's passed them by he might stink <laughs> who cares you didn't you were complaining could, about denmark or cut a month from now and nobody would care right I mean, right i didn't it, get it any texts nothing. about this denmark guy can't play you know or jones or whoever else they, they signed the futures deals it doesn't preclude them from adding anything or yeah. It's not a succession plan. There are a lot of guys on their. There are a lot of guys on their roster, by the way, who signed futures deals at one point, who are now Al Villanueva, right, right, Mike right, Hilton. Right. Yeah, I mean, there are guys there that have, that have, were signed to futures deals who turned into something. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't mean you were dumpster diving. I, I saw this. Well, now they're dumpster diving in, in Daniel Snyder's trash. <laughs> Well, they signed Ryan Clark from the uh, from Washington. That worked out okay, right? Right, right. I mean, it's, it's, right. It's it's every year you me. sign guys. This is what happens around the league. This is going too deep, and this was something we've talked about big picture with Ben replacements and whatnot. It slightly worries me, and I don't think this is the case because this was a freebie and they took it. That if he was the best athlete in the world, they probably sign him. If he's the worst athlete in the world, they probably sign him. But it does concern me that. Maybe they're fixed on pocket passers, but I'm looking too much into it. You know, I mean, yeah, it's I, just I, a gift. And you I, take I don't it. see that one way. Yeah. I mean, again, like you said, it's a gift, and you take it. He mm-hmm. was available. Look at, the, I mean, we can go over the free agent quarterback market. It and ain't you pretty. Still might sign one. It's not pretty. No, it's not pretty. Right. Um, you know, when Andy Dalton's the third or fourth, fourth best guy, that's right, what right, the, you right. know. Yeah, it's that's, Winston that's and yeah, That's what's going to be there, yeah. And, and you're going to end up right. having to overpay for those guys. This guy costs you nothing. Right. And he nothing. could be as good as those names yeah. a year from now or whatever. I'm not saying he's going to Pro Bowls or he's been a successor, but bring him to camp. Yeah. That's it. Bring he's him to 23 camp. years old. Yeah. Um, he's allowed to get better. He's allowed to have learned his lesson from sure. pre- Paxton Lynch, by all accounts, from everything that I heard, studied and did everything he was supposed to do when he was here. He just wasn't good enough to make it. Yeah, and that happens too, right. Um, but I didn't see any of the this, this stuff that, that had hurt him in Denver that was talked mm-hmm. about. And a lot of times, first of all, for Haskins, and again, I'm not defending the guy. I didn't, I didn't like him coming out. I didn't, I didn't no, see him right. as a first-round guy. We had this conversation guy. the day yeah. he was cut Should there, or, right. or when he was on the trading block. And you were but no. the coaching staff there didn't want him. It was a new coaching new staff. Team. They didn't draft him. Yes, the coaching staff before that didn't want him. Yeah, that was a move that, that was, was made by owner. the G- that right. was made by the owner and GM. Yes, so they didn't want him. So they weren't going to necessarily talk great about him. Mm-mm. They didn't want him to start. The, the second coach, the Ron Rivera staff, they didn't want. They didn't draft him. They got they got handed him. Well, we don't like him. We don't. You know, this is a new one. So right? yeah, you're going to say things about him that may or may not be true. Well, he didn't study hard enough, or he didn't do this. Yeah. And some of that also, there's propaganda to all this. And I'm not even saying that's the way it went. I have no idea. It makes the organization look better if you can blame the player. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. You know, right, right, right. Absolutely. Well, it's not up. our fault. He yeah. screwed. He, you know, he didn't do what he was supposed to do. He went to a strip joint once without a mask on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. His teammates <laughs> named him a captain before the season started. Yeah, I found that odd at the time. But, 
it probably wasn't just a gift to you know pump his tires no. either. You know, and Roethlisberger right. wasn't a captain his first mm-hmm. you know five or six years in in the league. Right. In the end, it's you're bringing a guy to camp that has a lot of upside. Maybe he ends up being your number two for the next ten years, and you let Rudolph go. If that's all it is, that's a home run in itself. I'll say this: the Steelers cut Johnny Unitas. <laughs> right, 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 right. They cut Johnny Unitas. I mean, it happens. Kurt Warner got cut. Kurt Warner got cut a number right. of times. It happens. Sure. Um, you know, doesn't mean that's who he's going. To. I'm not trying to compare him to that or anything, but it happens. Guys mm-hmm. fall through the cracks who are talented. It doesn't work out in one place. Maybe it works out something somewhere else. And again. They spent nothing to make this yeah. happen. And, and kids grow up and get smarter and more mature, and, you know, we all did. You yeah. Know? I mean, just remember yourself at that age, too. It, yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I love the move. Great. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back. I'm Dale Alley here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, I, I sent you this uh, little exercise uh, the other night, uh, I guess last night or Wednesday night. I think it was yeah, Wednesday night. Wednesday, yeah. Um, where I was actually on, on uh, one of the sites that uh, keeps track of salary cap stuff. Yeah, and I was yeah. uh, playing around with that, figuring out, okay, how, how does this puzzle fit together if, if the Steelers want to get down underneath the salary cap? Okay. Um, again, it's been two nights ago. I don't think you, correct me if I'm wrong, did you move any of their money towards next year when they have tons of cap? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Okay. I think that's more and more play the more I think about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, again, so much spending. Right now, as we now. sit here, as we sit here, mm-hmm. they've got $171 million. A year from now. A year from now. Right. $171 million. And they're not going to save with that only, to go get Dak Prescott yeah, or, you know. That's with only, you know, there's like, like 17 or 18 players under contract. Including no quarterbacks. No quarterbacks, but... but it's still $171 million. Yeah, I mean, that's Cam Hayward, Stephon Tuitt, Devin Bush, Chris Boswell, Derek Watt, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Justin Lane, Alex Highsmith, Benny Snell, Anthony McFarlane, Kevin Dotson, Zach Gentry, Isaiah Bugs, Ulysses Gilbert, Carlos Davis, and James Pierre. And everyone they draft this year. And everyone they draft this year. Yeah. And probably most of the guys they draft next year. Right, right. Good so point. now right, you're right. up to like... Two draft classes and right, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're like 35 guys, 30, right. 35 guys, you know, whatever it might be. With a lot of money out. That $171 million, if you have to sign, let's say you had... I figured this out because somebody said something about it. Uh, let's say they have to get 23 guys uh, under contract. I think that's like $4.25 million per player. Okay. Per player. Per player. And that's a lot of league minimums in there to match with the, other Which, right? the, you know, the league minimum is going to be, you know, 800000 whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're going to you're gonna have money to spend. That's a the, lot, a that's lot. The, that's the point. Um, so getting this, con- right now, and I'm looking at overthecap.com, they're estimating the cap to come in at 180, uh, just under $181 million. I think it's going to be higher than that, but we'll work with that number. That's fine. I would bet that's the lowest. So it yeah. only gets better from here. Folks. It only right. gets better from here. So right now the Steelers have in total liabilities 214, almost 215 million. So you pre McDonald. That's pre McDonald. Okay. There's yeah. So that's the first thing that we'll do here is we'll go on here and we will uh, cut Vance McDonald. Cutting and him him retiring and him cutting are the same thing. The same thing, right? That's five point two ish. Five point two million dollars. That gets us down to twenty eight point eight million dollars that we still need. That we're still in the black or still the red the, or whatever yeah. the bad one is. All right. So the next thing I'm going to do. Um, uh, let, let's say that Marquise Pouncey also retires, okay. which I expect that that they have. I think that's safe to say. Yeah. 
And if not, then I guess you could cut him too. If not, then you could re, you know re, do mm-hmm. some things there to to make that. But let's let's scratch okay. him. I think he's not coming back. That gets you down to twenty point eight million dollars over the cap. Okay, we're making some progress. With two players, right. yeah. All right. So the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to restructure Stefan Tuit. Okay. Move some um, stuff to next year when we have a lot more. So what that what you do with the restructure is you take his base salary, which next year is seven point nine two five million dollars, mm-hmm. and we're going to take that down to the league minimum, which I believe is like uh, one point oh five million for a guy of his, for what he's accomplished and yeah. where he's at. Yeah, you can't just bring it down to nothing. Can't bring it down to nothing. Um, that saves us four million dollars against the cap. Great. Okay, I'm going to do the same thing. And two, it's happy. He gets a check today. And Did I do that right? right? Let me. And he's part of the long-term plan anyway, so you don't, it doesn't hurt you to pay him a little more next year at all. Let me make sure I get the right salary, okay. salary in here for two. But he, he's a perfect guy to do that with. Absolutely. He's, there's he's, several other candidates to do yeah. the same and give them more money a year from now. Yeah, that's... Gets us four point one five million. Okay. okay, we're moving along. Now. We just signed Cam Hayward before the season. We can re- we can also whoops. I, we can move him around a little I bit. I just right? accidentally cut him. We're going to restructure uh, yeah, him. Let's not cut him. We like him. So there's his hand. base salary is three point four two five million dollars. We can cut that down to a million. Okay, or whatever the restructure. and again the players are happy to do this because they get a they big get the money now. Check. Yeah, they get a check now and do what they want with it. Uh, that gets us down to fifteen million over the with cap. those two D line restructures. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we made four moves so far. I mean, that's on four moves. We yeah. just we just cut half of the num- m- m- the money that we need right, to get right, right. off the cap. All right. Let's see if there's any other restructure guys or guys we might want to restructure here. Fair enough. Uh, well, Ben Roethlisberger is going into the final year of his deal, so we can't restructure him. We'll talk about him in a second. I'd say they can do things with him, but let's get let's yeah do some other things first. Uh, you got Joe Hayden. Steven Nelson. I said, like, what about Nelson? We could do, I, I think, I don't know if we can restructure Nelson, I think, next year, but we, let's see what, see if it allows me to do it. I think he might be. I thought he was able to do it. Okay. And I don't think he saved a ton. I don't think he's making a ton this year. Yeah, it doesn't, that doesn't do enough to. Doesn't do enough to make it worth it? No. What about Boswell? Boswell, we can. I've, I played around with that. That gets us, I think, saves us a million dollars. Certainly worth it. He's not going anywhere. I mean, the only way this hurts you is if one of these players turns ter- like it hurt him when they did this with AB. Yeah, if because he wasn't going to be there. But if you know the guy's no going to be picture. with you, then you right. can go ahead and do that. All right. So restructuring Boswell gets us to fourteen million. Okay, sure, we'll take the million. Okay. Um, and by the way, we still have a ton to spend a year from now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's hurt. A we, still bit, so. we still have a We still have one hundred sixty-eight million dollars to spend next year. Next year, wow. Two hundred twelve million dollars to spend in twenty twenty-three. Um. And guys like TJ are going to get extensions. We could also, like if we wanted to, restructure Derek Watt. Would you consider cutting him? No, probably not because you because need the special teams. You need value. The, you need the special teams value, and then you'd have to go get another. And um, you're going to you're going to want a fullback. His cap right. number is not crazy. It's his cap number is three point eight million dollars. Well, I mean, if you could get him down, if you could save a million on him, I would consider it. We could save eight hundred eighty thousand dollars. Uh, that got us down to $13 million. Okay. 13.1. And okay. TJ's going to take a lot less to stay with his brother. I would think so. That wouldn't <laughs> probably doesn't hurt. Probably doesn't hurt. All right. So if we're at $13 million. Now we have to start making the tougher decisions. Now, okay, mm-hmm. now we probably got to cut somebody. Well, let's look at this first, though. 
How about we extend Ben Roethlisberger? See, people are going to say, why would you do that? I don't want to be married to this guy forever. He's been killing our cap for years. Uh, he's not worth $41 million, even though that's not what he's getting. Um, why would we do that, Dale? Because we get to take that, that signing bonus money that's killing the cap. The $22 million of, of what we're, what he counts against the cap this year is in signing bonus. Yeah, signing bonus he's only making $19 million that, in new money. That 22 comes right off the cap. Yeah. yeah boom, right off the bat. So we, so we, we cut, can spread that out, right? We cut that down to a million-dollar base salary. And year. extend them only one more year. We can go two. Because yeah. either way, even if he retires next year, if we do if we do two dummy years on this, mm-hmm. now we get to spread that out this year over three years instead of two. Even if he doesn't... In, in, and the cap's going to keep going up and up and up. That's the other thing that people right. need to realize. It right? adds maybe another million dollars to our cap next year right. if he does then retire, but we got the money. We got the money. And the 2022 cap, it might be 240. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it could be extremely Next year's could be 225. The thing that I don't know about, okay, I'm fine Roethlis- about Roethlisberger's deal, and I have to find this out, he has a $15 million roster bonus due, I mm-hmm. believe on March 3rd or some, somewhere around there. Yeah, before camp. I don't right. know what you can do with that. I think that just comes off the top, right? Well, yeah, I don't know if you can if you can then say, hey, how about we waive that? Ro-? I think Boswell did this. Let's waive that roster bonus. And give we'll, you a bigger signing bonus. Yeah, we'll give you you know we'll give you that he's due fifteen million. We'll give you that fifteen million dollars over the next three mm-hmm. years. And all of this, folks, doesn't mean it means you're going to be paying him. He's going to hurt your cap for the next two or two years after this. But you have way more to spend. And if he decides to retire, or you've decided you don't want him back, you can. It doesn't mean he's coming back. It doesn't mean you're married to the player. You're married to the contract a little, but again, you have that money to spend. And it's not out of the question that he has a good year and he wants to come back. Right. <laughs> you know, and then let's say they you know, let's say he does you know Philip River, well. Philip Rivers had a much better year this year than he had right. last year. He did. Or two he years ago. He absolutely did. He absolutely did. So let's say let's say we just for you know, just for argument's sake, we say, Okay, Ben, we're gonna give you the we're gonna give you fifty million dollars in new money the next two seasons. He likes that. As, as your as your uh, salary, mm-hmm. so we're going to give you a, a two year twenty five million dollar base salary. base salary. Okay, which you probably will never see. But you'll probably never see it. But we're also going to give you that roster bonus spread out over the next two seasons. But if you retire, that's guaranteed money. You still get that. No you still what. get that no matter what. You're sitting on your couch for two years and you still get yeah. that. So his his but cap. Why does he say yes? Because he gets a chunk now. Yeah, he gets a chunk now. He gets a bigger chunk now than he would have. And it, it it just uh, if you look at um, what this does for him, oh, that drops it. That that saves you five million dollars against your cap this year. This year, okay. And it hurts your next year and the year after. And I'm sure that there there are some right things in there, but they can. But you're also not going to have a forty million dollar quarterback next year or the year after. Right. You're probably going to have a draft. You're probably your quarterback room will be very cheap. Unless you do some kind of Watson Dak type move with whoever the next guy is, and that which I don't see this organization doing, I think they'll draft their guy or something along those lines. So yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. I mean, because I believe the cap's going to go up dramatically the next two years. So with, with those moves, I'm now at just two hundred four thousand dollars over the wow. cap. It's like nothing. It's like nothing. 
Okay. Now, maybe I'm messing up here somewhere. Maybe there's... You're not a capologist. I'm not but, a capologist. Right, but you're in the ballpark. But I'm in the ballpark. So now let's see. Now we need to start perhaps releasing players. Right, because we have not re-signed anybody that's a free agent at this point. We've talked about this one. I'm cutting Vince Williams. Me too. Me too. That saves us uh, $4 million. Now we're at $3.7 million, or $3.8 million, essentially, under the cap. This is, again, $181 million. We think mm-hmm. it's going to come in. If it comes in $190 million, now we're $12.7 million. Exactly. This is worst-case scenario. Um, and I would imagine three-point whatever you said is probably close to dr- covering all your draft picks. Yeah. When it's all said and done. Yeah, you right know, around like, there. Um, side note, I would consider, and maybe this happens after the draft, if you don't take the linebacker in the third, fourth round or so, have a contract set there for Williams and Williamson saying, here's a slightly better than league minimum one-year deal if one, whoever yeah. signs it first can have Vince, it. we're going to cut you because we can't, we can't pay you that salary, mm-hmm. but we'd like to have you back at this, at this number. At this number. And if Williamson takes it before that, well, sorry, Vince. If Vince yeah. takes it first, fine. I'd rather have Vince than Williamson. Would you? Yeah. I think he brings more mentally leadership, all those things. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would too. Um. If we extend T.J. Watt. Which needs to happen no matter what. Needs to happen at some point. Right now his cap hit is at 10 point, uh, basically $10.1 million. Okay. Um, I think I, I did this the other night and I finagled it. I, I saved by extending him for four years at $100 million. Four over 100 Okay, wow. I got that number down to uh, for this year because I gave him a bunch of I can I can then lower his contract. Mm-hmm. I think that's guaranteed money. Again, I don't know how that works with the guarantees. Okay, but again, you're in the ballpark, right? Um, but that would allow me to lower his salary this year while giving him new money, and and it, it takes off that 160 that we have next year or whatever to play with. But yeah, you got him under contract. What? Yeah, and uh, I think I saved a million dollars doing that. Okay. Again, and you don't have to, that headache is obviously gone now. We don't yeah. have to worry about you know. Again, that's without doing anything with Joe Hayden. Mm-hmm. That's without doing anything with Stephen Nelson. You didn't think Nelson restructure was worth it, huh? I, I don't think so. That's without doing anything with David DeCastro. We still have T.J. Watt. You still have Eric Ebron, Devin Bush. That's without gutting your roster. Mm-hmm. The only guy that you, the only guys that you've lost now are Pouncey, Williams, and McDonald. I'm fine with all those. And you're under the cap, right? Okay. But how do I get Banner, Alu, Sutton, and a couple others? Sorry. Well, there's some roster displacement there. So every mm-hmm. time you sign one of those guys, you know, you're uh, right now the the lowest paid player on their roster is six hundred and sixty thousand dollars. So essentially, if you sign Tyson Alu to a one year three million dollars deal, it's really a one year. Two point four million dollar deal because that bottom guy falls. That off bottom guy falls off. Yeah, I don't know if everyone understands that either. That can be a little. It's roster displacement yeah. because only your top fifty one count against. So number fifty one, everyone moves down a rung. Yeah, and so that six hundred falls off. Now you could certainly yeah. make some other moves here. Let's let's say you do okay, uh, Joe. We don't think you can. We'd love to have you back this year, but we can't bring you back at, at fifty. Your, your cap number is fifteen point five seven. That's a tough one for me. Yeah. Now his base salary is only seven. Mm-hmm. I if, don't see a replacement. If in you line cut him, that only, that's only again that only saves you seven million dollars. I think I'd rather play with Hayden next year for seven million. Now maybe you could go to him and say, "Hey Joe, how about we extend you for yeah. another year or two? He seems happy here. He's still playing well. If he drops off, it'll hurt you. But 
I mean, I bet he could be a third corner for you if he drops off. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I, ta- I mean, we talked to him before. Maybe he's your your nickel safety or something yeah. like that. You know, there's things that you can do with him. Okay. You know, allow Edmonds to play up in the box and you know. I don't love the idea of investing in a corner his age in a bubble. I'm not saying that you're you're offering him 15 million dollars a year again, right, right, but right. you're you're you know, allowing him to play football for yeah. a few more years. Joe, you like it here? We'd like to have you here. You you know mm-hmm. we we need. To, Again, you're asking the players in this situation, much like you did with Roethlisberger, hey, we need to keep this thing together. You guys are at the end of your career. Do you want to win or do you want to – Right, right, right. You know, so you, we, we could get – we could make a totally different approach to this. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm okay with that with Hayden. So if you if you do something like that and you save another 4 or $5 million, now you get the money to do some of these things. And, again, this is at $181 million. Right, right, if right. If it comes in at 190. You've got four, almost fourteen million dollars, and we're not even having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Those moves alone get you essentially the money you need to do all the moves that you make need to make this offseason. Right, that gets you the banner Alu Alu Sutton. Wonder what Perhaps, Sutton yeah. yeah, doesn't get you Bud. No, you, uh, Bud ship has sailed. Yeah, I mean, you could make this happen with Bud, but you'd have to you'd have to cut Roethlisberger. You'd have to cut Van, yeah, um, and do a bunch of other stuff here. And I just don't see that where that makes you a, a contender. Because Highsmith's anytime soon, too. right? Yeah. It's a shame to lose him, but you're also getting a third round pick for him in return a year from now, and you just you got good years out of him, and that's price of doing business, which yeah. is tough in this league. I mean, you know, we've it was all along you've talked about well, it's either TJ or Bud because mm-hmm. you can't have t- you can't spend it's hard to spend forty five million dollars at the outside linebacker position. No, it just hamstrings you everywhere else, yeah. and everybody would pick TJ over Bud, right? So yeah, and yeah, you know, we've been saying that all along. Yeah, we knew this day was coming. You know, I mean, it'd be great to be able to figure out a way to t- keep him. It's a shame to lose such a good player that's ascending, but uh, that's the way. It, that's, that's the way everything works. Cost of doing business in the NFL. Yeah. So we just got them, got them uh, under the cap, and it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that painful. And and I'm sure there are other ways. I mean, this is Vance McDonald talked about it today. This is a puzzle. Yeah. And it's going to get put together. I've said that all along. Um, you know how this puzzle comes together. Much of it is going to depend on much like when you sit down to do a puzzle, you don't just sit down and take a puzzle blindly and you know throw the box away and say, okay, where's this piece fit? And where's that? You look at the picture. Get a strategy. You get a strategy. Okay, I'm gonna this area here. I can make these fingers. That should be pretty easy to find. Mm-hmm. All this yellow goes yeah. together. Right. Well, you need to see what the salary cap is first. Absolutely, it's hard to do any of these things without that. Now, some of these moves you're going to make regardless. Yes, something. I yeah. Because there's a the handful rea- of those. The reality is, is that you don't have to be under the cap until March. Okay, plenty of time. So and, you and the can. The cap number comes out soon, I think. I think they're announcing it within the next week or two. They're going to have to. They still got to negotiate these things. No, oh, okay. They're still a little while yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there are moves that they can make here. Pre, you know, they can start renegotiating contracts or mm-hmm. anything like that. I'm they sure can, they know the. They can sign guys already. because they don't have to be under the cap right now. Yeah, I guess that's true too. You could grab a somebody that's been released or whatever. You could resign your own guys. There's you nothing stopping nothing sure. stopping right, you right, from right. doing that. You don't have to be under the cap until March. That's when the tough decisions have to be made. They could make a banner move or an alu move or yeah. something like that already. Okay. It's it's tight. It's tight. But the, the the beauty thing here is you've got a lot of draft picks in the next two years and you've a lot of cap space in the next two years. Yeah. So and you got to find a quarterback somewhere in there. By the way, all those moves uh, now are, are uh, we still have 137 million dollars in cap space a year in 2022. Yeah, and, and TJ's million. already locked up. 
Well, we, that, that that doesn't come off of this yet, but okay, okay. Even so, TJ's number isn't going to destroy mm-hmm. that salary cap at one hundred thirty-seven million. Sure. Doesn't. Could you extend Minka? Yeah, but he's not making anything this year. He counts. It doesn't get you anywhere. He counts two point seven million dollars against your cap. You're not getting. You're not signing That's a bargain him for, enough. Yeah, for under two point seven. Part of the beauty of trading for him that we talked about. Absolutely, right, you don't. Right. You're not on the hook for any of his signing bonus. Mm-hmm. And right now, uh, that pushes that makes Roethlisberger's cap number in 2022 thirty million dollars. Whether he's here or not. Whether he's well, if he's not here, then you just cut him, and it costs you another five million. Whatever his signing bonus is. Yeah, it, divided it, by three. Yeah. Right. Uh, it makes Hay- that much, right? Hayward's cap hit is sixteen point eight. Two it is twelve point nine. Um, Fine with those numbers. Though. Yeah, not show right. No, it's not so bad. So I mean, this this can be done. It can be done, and you still need to infuse the team through the draft. I yeah, mean, it's, I mean it's that's a huge the, year that's for the, the draft, and they did well this past year. They're gonna have to. I mean, not all their. They're still. We've created holes here. Like yeah. who's the starting center? Who's the two way tight end? I don't really have a running back. Juju's gone, and maybe there's enough on the team to replace him. Do I need somebody to challenge Highsmith? I just lost two inside linebackers. You know, like, you, you took some Williams and yeah, Williams. Right, okay, I mean, I'm yeah. just talking about guys that won't be back. You know, oh, you got spots that need filled. I mean, there's roster holes here. Yeah, but it's it's doable. So, uh-huh. Anyways, he is uh, Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, we're going to take another break. We'll be back right after this. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, some people may have, have listened to that last uh, segment said, well, I, I, I can't have Ben back at $42 million. Well, that's why we were talking about right. getting that, that cap number down. His, in reality, some of it sunk. In reality, his number is $19 million mm-hmm. because if you cut him, that's, all, that's what you would gain, that's 19, $19 million. If I can make that number $13 million. Like yeah, right. 13, 10 to $15 million, which means I'm saving that money off of my cap. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have Ben. And if you're going to get a Brissette or somebody like that, they don't play for free. You know, like- And you're not going to get those guys. Washington needs a quarterback. New England needs a mm-hmm. quarterback. Indianapolis needs a quarterback. Those tons of teams. New Orleans, although they don't have the money to spend on it, needs a quarterback. Yeah, right, um, right. There are other teams out there that are going to be in the market for a quarterback who, oh, by the way, have more money than you. Most teams are going to have more money than yeah. you. Right. You're not going to be able to get into a spending war trying to get one of these quarterbacks. It's the worst year possible. Yeah, Chicago's going to need a starting quarterback. Oh, yeah. And we probably there's probably three names we didn't even yeah. talk about. I mean, what about Carolina? I mean, they'd probably rather draft one. Um, maybe a couple guys get traded, you know, the yeah. Wentz and Staffords and Darnolds and those guys. And But those guys cost money, too. Denver needs a quarterback. And you gave up a draft pick. Right, 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 right. You know, so, okay, yeah, trade for Wentz. All right, well, he cost you $11 million and a draft and pick. pick. So now you just spent, if, you, if that's if Roethlisberger retires, now you spent $30 million, you actually spent $52 million on the quarterback on position. On the quarterback position. And he didn't necessarily get better. And you didn't get better. He could be your answer, but you, you know, also gave up. Years. You also gave up you draft also picks. Gave up a pick, right. Yeah, and the, I mean, what I was saying is, 
maybe Chicago makes that move. Some of those teams will fall off that list. Absolutely. And some will draft them, obviously. They're not, but there's going to be a lot of quarterback but I'm not. Bears. I'm not getting into a bidding war for Jacoby Brissett. That's, about <laughs> that's, to that's silly. Right, right. <laughs> that's, how you end up, that's how you end up is Minnesota paying Kirk Cousins $30 million a year. Yeah. And, Guaranteed. And the, the more I look at it, I don't think there's an answer. Or a quarterback I would take at 24 that has a chance to be there. Trey Lance isn't going to be there. No, you know, no. And... Uh, Jones doesn't. Mac Jones doesn't. The only quarterback that's going to be available this year, and I don't even know that he's going to be available. That I would say, okay, let's, you know, this is this is one where you blow up your salary cap and go get, would be Dak Prescott, right? And you're you're not going to have the money to to go get. You can outbid the Patriots on him or the Cowboys or whoever or Dallas, yeah. right, right, right. No, you're not going to be able to do that. No, I'd love to have Dak, but he's going to be forty million a year. Right, it costs money. Um, so I was asked on my on my live cues the other day on on DK Pittsburgh Sports, um, if Ben comes back, who has the best quarterback situation in the in the AFC North, mm-hmm. or if what the balance of power yeah, is there? If, if right. I look at it both ways, if he doesn't come back or if he does come back, if he comes back, I think they're they're at worst a wash with everybody else. Give or take, I half agree. It's close, right, right, right. It's not the, it, but Depends if it's, what you think of Lamar, but if it's Mason Rudolph as the quarterback, the Steelers have the fourth best Your quarterback fourth. situation yeah, in the right. in the AFC North. That's why you bring Ben Roethlisberger back. You right. won the AFC North this year, right? With three teams going to the playoffs. My worry versus those other three is the duration of the season. You know, like up until Thanksgiving, you might be second in the division in the quarterback arms race. But what about once you're in the playoffs and where is he? And you have to take the wear and tear off his body, well, no matter you, what. Again, they, they've got to get him a running game. And yes, right. They and and whether that running game again, if it's the back running the football or the back catching the ball, mm-hmm. if it's Alvin Kamara, okay. Yeah, you absolutely. Know. I mean, those teams are in better quarterback situations, big picture. Absolutely. Without question. Yeah. I mean, they've been bad teams. They've got their young quarterbacks in place. The two Ohio teams got the pick first overall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, if that helps. If the Steelers pick first overall two years from now, they'll be in probably pretty good quarterback yeah. If situation. they were picking first overall this year, they'd be in a right. great play. You know, right. that's just the way it goes. But you have to be in on this on them being just god-awful to get there. Right. And I don't think I don't anybody in – nobody in Pittsburgh, A, is going to accept that. As much as, as much as they talk Water about Street. it, as much as Steeler fans like just break, tear it down, and they would complain the whole season long. Oh, with the Steelers were going and two and fourteen. Well, yeah, yeah, right. I've heard enough complaints when they, you know when they go eight and eight, let <laughs> right. alone go two without and fourteen. Without, yeah. Um, there's an outside shot. Maybe Rudolph could be a starter. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, so I think that's something. Maybe they like him more than any of us know. Maybe Haskins turns into something. I'm not banking on either right. one of those things. Don't right. get me wrong, but that, there's at least that out there. You know, it's you it's yeah, totally dismissed. But the you know the to me the the upside potential for for example Mason Rudolph is Kirk Cousins. Right, right. I mean, he's never going to be. He's not going to be a top ten quarterback. He's not going to be Burrow. He's not. He may not be a top fifteen quarterback. Right. Now I you're back into you know starting Neil O'Donnell mm-hmm. and hoping that your defense is is the best in the league to get you to a awful tough to win that way nowadays. It's I a mean, very small, look at the yeah. four quarterbacks are still playing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not an accident. And I think it's even more so than when I was growing up or as a kid that winning in the playoffs is about the quarterback more than ever. Maybe it's always been that to that degree, but. It's tough. Um, 
but people, what people need to think about, though, is there's not many options of who you can line up behind center next year. If Ben chooses to retire, though, are you in, are you then kind of punting at the quarterback position for a year? Or are you entertaining the Brissett, Winston, Dalton type? That, then you have to do that. Then you have to go that route. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't know that they're better. They're not better than Ben right now. I don't think so either. Like that's the, the there's there's a, a certain fraction of, of Steeler fans out there that think Roethlisberger was awful, right in 2020. He left a bad taste in your mouth at the end, but that's he threw 33 touchdown passes and 10 interceptions in the regular season. And also threw for 500 yards in that last. Threw game. for 500 yards and four touchdowns in that mm-hmm. in the playoff game. Right, right, right. Um, the the ability is still there, My but worry, you have to help him. You have to help him. My worry for next year is does. Can they build a running game? That's not the big thing to add overnight. Right. Um, and will Ben be more willing to push the ball down the field and get people out of the box? And will they change how they play on offense? Coaching changes imply you will. Well, his last six quarters yeah, right. were him Good throwing indication. the football down the field. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and second half versus the Colts and yeah. you know, those type of things. So I, I assume he and the – the staff recognized this. Yeah, I think that's one of the main reasons that Randy Feekner had to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said this before, like you know, when you sit down with with Randy and say, "Okay, Randy, what is Ben?" Randy had been with Ben for thirteen years, fourteen years. Well, he's still Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, he's you know put on the Superman cape. Maybe he can't do it as often as he did before, but he can still put the Superman cape on. And you know, no, I've seen it time and time again. No. That's not what you want him to have to do. You might need a new set of eyes, and maybe even Canada's that guy because yeah. he's only one year removed. Or I don't care about what he did five years ago. Yeah, <laughs> any, any new now. coach is going to, and that includes Canada. Any new yeah. offensive coordinator is going to come in and say, "Well, I know what he is now." Yeah, I don't care what he was five years ago or ten years ago. Yeah. Whereas Feekner did because that's in, and sure. it's not a knock against Feekner. He had been with the guy. He had right, seen right, him right, play right. Superman. I bet Pouncey and DeCastro <laughs> think that too. Absolutely. And, you know, right, right, right. I've been down that road. I've been to a lot of battles with this guy. Right. So that's a good point. You've got to make things easier on him. You, mm-hmm. You've got to say, okay, he, this is what he is now. Can he make five high level throws a game for us? Yeah, I think, I think he can. So. I think he can do that. See, I think he's proven that every game almost. Yeah. Except for maybe that Bengal debacle. But bit, when you right? ask him to have to do too much, even in the second half of that game, he, yeah, was, he made plays. He made plays. Right. The first half was awful. It's as bad as I've seen him play. Yeah. Um, but if you have a running game. But you have to convince him of this, too. Like, you well, can't check out a run. He said for years that he, you know, he'd love to have a running. You know, he, he told Le'Veon Bell, I want you to be my, my Terrell mm-hmm. uh, Davis. Terrell Davis. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'll, you know, to, to my John Elway, and we'll, you know, go mm-hmm. win that way. Well, now you actually have a defense that you can do that with. Right. Do it. <laughs> I think you have to. But if I'm Roethlisberger and I'm looking at that group of running backs. Oh, man. I'm listening. Well, James Conner, I know he's not Terrell Davis. <laughs> yeah. Benny Snell's not Terrell Davis. Like, I get it. We've said this a million times. I really do think a high level or medium level starting running back would have paid off dramatically these past two years. Absolutely. You know? I mean, it was bad two years ago. And not enough was done. Um, Connor's is too hard to count on. But, I mean, obviously you bring him back because he doesn't cost you anything. Yeah. And, you know, but. I, mean, I sent you some names the other night of uh, even if it's if you, if, you, if you'd miss on a running back, 
a rookie running back. You're not mm-hmm. comfortable handing things over to a rookie running back. Yeah, I have mixed feelings he's a first-round pick on a running back. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not in favor of doing that. I'd much rather start building that offensive line. Right, right, right. And that doesn't mean taking a, you know, just take the best center available. No. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a tackle. Get your, you know, somebody, because the young tackle is probably going to play a little bit for you. Even you would think, right. It's somewhere. You'll, Soon, figure, out, you'll figure out ways to use him. Um, and we'll start talking draft more and more, but there also doesn't look like a center you're going to draft in no, 24 either. No. You know, and that's the, other, that's the other thing. So There's not a pouncy coming you know, out. If your first three picks are, are, are a center, a, a running back, and an offensive tackle, I don't care what order it is. No, right, right. But, but that makes a lot of sense. That it, makes a ton of sense. You've used a lot of high picks on defense lately. It's yeah. time to address the other side of the ball. And that helps That helps Roethlisberger. Again, I, I, you know. Without question. We said it all last offseason. He doesn't need to be a top 10 quarterback anymore. He needs to be top 15, 16 mm-hmm. in that range. Well, I think he can, he's still that. I, I think it's also worth bringing up. I don't know if you have it handy. I remember some of the names of free agent running backs. And it's going to be, we've talked about this from Connor's perspective, it's going to be a really weak market. It's a bad year to be a free agent running back. Yeah, and there's, it there, always is. There are guys out. I mean, But there's a couple names that I would have, that I think the Steelers would have killed for this year that you could get for super cheap. From outside the organization, um, two or three bigger names, which probably is pie in the sky. But there's guys that it's such a stealer move to sign Wayne Gallman, who sounds like no bad. Nobody yeah. cares about Wayne Gallman, but they could use Wayne Gallman this year and use a second round pick on a running back. That's what they do. You know, they, yeah, right. They Somebody's somebody a, the that, placeholder, right? Who we can we can you line up in, in in week one and play? Yes. And this young guy who's before the draft happens, yeah. you have a guy that you can live with and win with on week one. And if the draft doesn't go as planned, then you live with them. And, yeah. But I think there's four or five names you mentioned. I that mean, make it, a lot of sense. Yeah, you you got guys like uh, as you mentioned Wayne Gallman. You got um, Gus Edwards is out there. Yeah, right. I mean, he he runs hard. Runs hard. Uh, Mike Davis, Jeff Wilson. Um, Those guys aren't bad. Malcolm Brown is is even. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are guys out there who could who could be your starting back on day one. Weren't going to cost you a gajillion dollars. Carlos Hyde again. Yeah, Hyde's um, still out there, right? Know, those guys. I they, mean, there's Aaron Jones and Chris Carson that are big names. I can't put money into Carson with the, the wear and tear that he's had. The only he's time one year deal. The only time since I've covered the Steelers that they've gone in and just handed the starting running back job to a rookie was with Le'Veon Bell. Hmm. And he got hurt, if you remember, missed those first four games of his rookie year. Right. Th- first three games, I'm sorry. First three games of his rookie year. And that was before he lost the weight. Yeah. Right. Uh, he was playing at like 230 mm-hmm. as, as opposed to you know the 220 that he played at later in his career. Um, and you're not going to hand it to Snell or McFarland. No. Th- that's just not. That's They're not that kind of players right now. Yeah. So Maybe McFarland gets better. but you, you know. can get one of these guys for you know a couple million dollars, and mm-hmm. he's your placeholder. Yeah. That and, makes perfect sense. And your sense mentor, to me. and your, you know, the guy who's. There's a lot of games this year they could have used Wayne Gallman or Carlos Hyde. Yeah. I mean, they're not sure. great, and but that's, that's the market you're in. And then you add. Maybe you add the, the Bama kid, Harris, or. I really like the Williams kid from North Carolina. North Carolina, yeah. You know, I mean, there's there's a couple, and there'll always be backs. This year, they seem like they're a little on the small side, but that's that's the way the the league is trending. That's yeah. the way things are trending in college football. Yeah, so. and that's not really the Steeler way. I don't think they'll be in the market for ATN or any of the 200 pounders. Yeah, you know, maybe I'm wrong. They did draft me for. But uh, that's going to do it for our show today and uh, for the week. So for my partner Matt Williamson. Uh, For Jacob here on site, I'm Dale Lally. We want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.